Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 20 of The Lore You Know. Hi, Sarah. Dang, that's impossible. I know, oh, right? Guys, Impressive. Episodes. <laughs> 20. We're not, yep. I don't even feel like we're, I feel like we're like halfway done. Me? I mean, with, with uh, this continent, maybe. <laughs> no, I don't even think we're halfway done. We covered done. <laughs> two of the other... No, one. Two? We, did, we talked about the Dragonlands. We did talk about the Dragonlands, yeah. Dragonlands. At yeah, least we, lightly. We, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're, we, one of the other four continents. Okay. That's fair. Right. Yeah. But today we're um, going to talk about Fangsfall, which is both a city and a peninsula. <laughs> which was not what we were originally going to talk about when we right. talked last week, but there has been some delay on that subject. So it'll it's true. A couple more, more weeks before we get into that mystery subject. So Fangsfall and stuff. We're like, all right, let's do... Where are we on the map? Um, yeah, and we've got a... This little corner. I like how last week we were like, we have this amazing secret for you all. Just and we, kidding. And it's Psych. For what it's worth, it's also a disappointment to us. We would like to be sharing it with you, but we are also excited for when we get to share it with you in I, the near future. For the future. reasons for the delay makes me very, very happy. Yeah. So I'm bummed that we're getting delayed, but I'm very happy why. Absolutely. So, so there's that. And we'll get to share the why with you someday. Oh, and, and, <laughs> in two to four weeks. But today we're going um, so to yeah. talk about the f the formal name of Peninsular Environs of Greater Fangsfall. I just love that. <laughs> we're going to talk about the, we're going to talk about the little the little city of Lambsport. Yeah, and I love the, I love that the whole history behind this name. It's it's really fun. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. We'll, we'll get so, there. So yeah, so 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 rewind, rewind, rewind. And I, I, okay, here's some here's some beautiful contradiction. What came first, the Elzen Empire or the Charduni Empire? And I, I also noticed another bit of um, <laughs> of that same. Well, I mean, on a different topic, but the same like contradiction, yeah. where uh, Fangsfall was separated by the Asathi Empire of the Swamps of Contet, which was like inactive for thousands of years. <laughs> Well, there, but has been active for two thousand years, and that's so, that's fair. They yeah, just don't the really explain. Of, they were like there was this general statement in the beginning where it's yeah. like it was really insular for really ever because of this until this happened. It, to be fair, the, the history of Lambsport goes back like three hundred years. It's yeah, like that yeah. So that's totally fair. It's not like we don't have anything about this place prior to right three four hundred years ago. So. Yeah. Who the hell, you know, it was probably like, and there's some stuff we don't know. Yeah, there's a, there's what? a sticky outy part on the continent. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it might not have been sticky outy because of ice ages. and. That's fair, and yeah. So, who knows, it might not have even existed back in the day because it was like, and a rock fell. Or so really, like this is a great place that if you as a DM are like, I have this civilization pre all of this that I want to put somewhere, put it there because no one went there. <laughs> Well, I, mean, I could say the Asahi probably went there, That's but yeah. there was no jungle there. So it was just sort of this peninsula that it's where the goblins lived, basically. It's like the, this this sort of whole region of of this, like, putting my hand over this whole part of the map, yeah. is like goblin country for for all of, so, you know, Devil's March, Fangsfall Peninsula, Chardonnay, this, this is just goblin country. Yeah. <laughs> That's who lived there for for a really long time. Nobody went there because like ah, it's all the hobgoblins and bugbears. There's and a strange stuff. smell. Oh, it's yeah, the goblins. And, and right. It was the goblins, and and that was so so yeah. And I make this that we've talked about all these different races, you know, the 
uh, Manticora and the, and the, and the uh, Asathi and the Slither and all this stuff is like no mention of goblins. Yes, Guardlands has goblins. Yeah. Many goblins. Yeah. Are they a playable race? You could. I mean, technically, you could take the fifth edition version goblins. of goblins and play them. Uh, they might. Yeah. They'll probably be a little underpowered. They're like a halfling with. Kind of fangs right. of years, you know. <laughs> Unless you're playing a cop goblin, but yeah, I mean, they're there, they're a thing, um, and there's a lot of them. Um, who they made? Who made the goblins? I think I want to say it was, want to say it was Gorak. Um, so in a Gorak country, um, the glutton, the guy with all the right. We're gonna get into that. Um, so this this little region of, who cares? Um. So, uh, and it's, it's, there was some fuzzinesses here as to who claimed it first, the Elzins or the Chardini, which confused me because I was like, Elzin Empire came first, guys. Um, and then they're like, the Chardini, when the Elzins took from the, I'm like, what the, I'm just confused. But in either case, the, the Elzins had claim in this zone, the Chardini had claim in this zone. No one really cared. The Chardini finally were like, we call it. Lamb's port. We're going to put a port here. We're going to move all the people here to get them out of the way. And everybody, we're going to move you here. And a bunch of people, like, and they were just, like, random little villages and, you know, and by people, I mean mostly humans and random people. Um, and we're, like, and the charting was, like, we're going to move you all to this port. And they're, like, what? what, what why? We were happy. Nope. <laughs> You're going to fish or something. Right. And they were, like, okay. And so it was, like, remnants of people left over from the Elzen Empire and who were just kind of living in this area going, don't mess with, don't go in the jungle, Asathi, you know. And they all got kind of shoved into this little corner by the Chardini. <laughs> okay, and the Chardini's like, that's called Lambsport, good, good luck, bye. Yeah. And, 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 they, and they left like a governor, but no one really gave a shit. Um, and that was it for like a while, yeah. through the war. You know, Chardini fucked off to go do the war and this was sort of stuck here and it was basically pirate haven not much going on but then during the war something catastrophic happened in this region <laughs> which changed everything and because about a thousand miles two thousand miles north um the gods and the titans were beating the shit out of each other right. and uh they were beating the shit out of gorak the glutton and denev went in and they, they, you know, like, like a couple of the gods grabbed him and then she just went in and just started ripping out his teeth and hucking him <laughs> willy-nilly. <laughs> Which was like, good on you, Denif. You could have maybe put them in a jar or something. Right. I don't know. <laughs> She's just throwing his teeth. And a whole bunch of them became the spires of Gorak, the perforated plains, as a bunch of them just went poof, into the ground and made holes. Um, and, or some of them didn't go boof into the ground and were above the ground and made mountains. And that was like a shitload. And one of them went off and became the Devouring Reef. But two, and I think that was one of the two particular teeth. Because Gorak had most, he had like, and he didn't have just like the 32 or. Right. It's 48 or how many people have 36? Everybody he has all the standard. teeth. He has like hundreds of fucking teeth. <laughs> He's like triple line shark teeth. And they're all massive, but he had two that were massively massive, these incisor fang. Um, and I think one maybe had become the Devouring Reef or ended up at, by those reefs. I don't, I don't think. One is kind of vague where it happened to it. It might have become Devouring Reef, might have gone on, who knows where. 
The other one, she threw really far, like, like, you know, baseball winning strike, <laughs> like, holy crap, and it landed thousand mi- 2,000 miles south on the very, and that, on that, just outside of that little village of Lambsport. <laughs> and poof, mountain-sized tooth right. lands, crunch. Um, about and, a day's north, yeah, uh, day's journey north of Lambs. It's really hard to read on the map because their color scheme was maybe not the best when choosing colors, but right here it says Fang Quarry. Yeah, that's that's like the base of the mountain. Yeah. So what what happened is. is they were like manna from heaven or giant tooth from yeah. the sky, <laughs> and. And they went, well, let's check it out, and discovered... And already these hills north of Lambsport were, like, great for copper mining and iron mining, and the Asathi had used them for mining resources and um, and all that business. But then they were like, what's this this bountiful thing from the heavens? Right. Let's go check it out. And suddenly just started, like, chip, chip, chip. Hey, it's this great stone-like substance we could construct things from it and right. maybe grind it up and use it as mortar and build walls out of it um <laughs> and so they start mining this colossal tooth right which is amazing i think it's called fangstone and yeah and and they ended up renaming this the little port of Lambsport, super super mediocre name to fangs fall yeah which is way cool well i'm pretty sure dramatic. Lambsport was meant to be that jab at the the people who the Chardoonie came in and they're like, okay, yeah. you're now our property. Move up here. You are our lambs and this is where we will yes. keep you. Oh, totally. totally. And so kind of, I mean, I would rename my city. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And when something that big happens, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Because suddenly they went from like, we have some fish. Yeah. You know, and, and some, and some, or if the snake people will leave us alone. Um, and to, we have this yeah. cool thing. This is neat, and we can do shit with it. Cause, because being a, a titan essence, you can do weird stuff with it, like spells and magic and and components and, and things. Not all of them good things, many of them bad right. things. But, but as kind of a basic substance, it's kind of interesting. Um, what are the components of a giant colossal tooth? So... And, and you figure this thing is like i'm trying to think like giant i mean it's not we're not talking everest size but we are talking pretty big mountain yeah bigger than a hill smaller than everest, than everest. <laughs> somewhere but, in between yeah but but big enough yeah big enough that that you'd think how big could gorak be i don't know i just could have pictured it grew or something as she threw it because because how tall was gorak feet his tooth is hundreds of feet so it doesn't map but magic a wizard did it. i don't know ambush <laughs> like how 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 long would it take to mine a tooth and apparently it's they've been at it for 50 years now. right so and like so before they renamed it so the charity didn't just like decide oh it's in it's in our hearts to just give you back your city like the divine war was happening and they were getting owned by you know asathi and goblins and what else did it said something else uh another race they just were like getting the charduni were getting their butts handed to them and so they oh. had like all of these terrible losses and by the time it was over 
the people who hadn't been doing the fighting, like the people of Lambsport, were like, hey, there's only like a handful of you left. <laughs> Sutak. The other race was Sutak. Sutak, thank you. Um, yeah, and so it was like, well... We'd like our, we'd like our city back now. and yeah because they were surrounded by they were surrounded by bad yeah and the Charduni I didn't really retreat because eventually they win the war but but when they when they retreated when they kind of settled they settled up in Chardonnay or Duhenay which has been renamed Chardonnay that's a whole other episode um (laughs) they resettled up north of there and just kind of abandoned um Lampsport slash Fangsfall yeah um and I mean, you can, I'm sure there are still some Chardini dwarves there because they're kind of all over this region, but, but, but they didn't really care anymore. So, so post-war, it's basically just pirate country. Goblins pretty much control the tooth and they're just like, ma, we worship it because it was the tooth of our creator Titan. Right. You know? So nobody really does anything with it for like a good 70, 80 years. And then... The Calastians happen, which, <laughs> right? You know, what? that's way over there. So, Calastian empires, meanwhile, going nom nom nom. I'm nom nomming all over, all over the southeast, and they finally hit this little city state at the very tip of of uh, the hegemony called Roak. Roak. Roak is how they say it. Roak. Yeah. Roanoke. Uh, <laughs> it's not even on this map. Way... It's like so. You can't see it. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's like it's like in the border of my of my uh, my wall map. If you can see um, my cursor moving on the map, if you're watching, it's way down here. Way I'll even down. Zoom in. A um. So bit. it was this little state that the Calastians kind of eventually got to, and it had been controlled by you know a noble family as a city state for quite some time, and they were uh, followers of Corian. They were like, no, charging bad, sure right? good. Yes. Um, and, and, and so finally the, the nobility were like, we have to get out because we are outnumbered. <laughs> and they were besieged by Calastian army and they basically, a bunch of mithril, were basically mithril knights. So paladins of Corian who were the honor guard of the, um, the noble lord who was like the son of the guy who had ruled this place who died during this invasion. Right. Um, so he's like, they just made me king, and I have to leave, you know? Right? <laughs> king of, um, let's get the hell out of here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So him and, his, him and his paladins basically run out of the keep and run to the shore, grab a couple boats, um, they get it like, you know, a handful of boats, and break the out through the Calastian um, naval blockade and attempt to go to Mithril, and the blockade is like, nope, that is not happening. So like, fine, we'll go northwest and right. try to go to Shelzar. And then there's, as they're heading to Shelzar, there's this giant storm outside Shelzar. And the boat's just like, are we going to get where we're going? Get where we're going. Yeah, and, and it doesn't specify, but I'm wondering, was this one of those like completely random, who knows why they happen, firestorms? Because I can see not landing mm. during that. Being like, yeah, oh, shit, we're going this way, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they keep heading west. Yeah. Um, past the swamps, because they're like, we can't land there. Snake people get us. And then eventually just land desperation in this little peninsula. 
and they're like we got we got to stop we need like fresh water <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know? and 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 one yeah. could say you know okay so here on the map is shelzar way on the right side and thanks hall is way over here so why didn't they land in all of this well, this is Asathi. all the, yeah, the Asathi swamps of Kantet, not a hospitable yeah. land. No Ooh. one wants to go there. The Jeweled City is is right there, which, I mean, at that time, probably not an ally. That was like uh, a no, not tumultuous at all. time at well, best. Well, no, actually, they should have been an ally, but the, the retcon, because there's a huge retcon here. Right. As part of, and Fangspell gets, gets kind of hit with this retcon of of the jeweled city retcon so i mean what i imagine what i kind of imagine in this is the like all right we've got our nina pinta santa maria you know we've got right. we've got a half you know some tour between two and six boats bomb dunham in a little group and we're like we need water and they're like there's land but it's a scary land and they go send a rowboat out right. to the swamp and then that they, the people in the rowboat get eaten by an alligator and right. they're like no <laughs> <laughs> they keep going is yeah. what i envision <laughs> and it's it's very likely brain just brought up that people didn't maybe not didn't know about the jewel city yet or they didn't know that that was that alliance was there yet yeah. so they were just like we're going around <laughs> yeah but but this is totally retcon because originally it was like no asathi bad they yeah. eat you. and now with the whole asathi not bad as we talked about last week um you kind of have to hand wave why didn't because they didn't. Alligators. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. At the very <laughs> least, very inhospitable land. Very inhospitable. <laughs> so, or yeah, alligators and windstorms and whatever reason they end up in, they end up in this peninsula. Yeah. And this peninsula and is really the first area that they would have come to that is yeah, not is, a shithole. <laughs> it is not, well, it's, it is a shithole, but it's a different it's a kind of a shithole. It's a less of a shithole. Right. It's not yeah. a swamp shithole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a swamp. So they land there with their remaining ships over whoever managed to survive all of that business and um they're like okay we're gonna just get some food and water hey this place isn't bad i'm tired of traveling we're staying you know kind of a thing but of course they get there and there's all these people who've been living there for you know since the charduni left so they've been living there for a good 140 years <laughs> um and they're all like pirates and randos and goblins are everywhere and so lord killian braille who's that, that inherited lord um comes in and he's like i'm putting down a flag i claim this land for me claim this me. land in the name of me yeah <laughs> <laughs> and you had you don't have a flag therefore you don't have a country therefore this is my country now um to quote a little bit of eddie izzard there and he <laughs> basically went mine and they went no and he went smash and they went okay yeah <laughs> i mean it does help that you have like this posse of mithril knights in your pocket you know yeah they were just like yeah but yeah we are gonna take this okay <laughs> okay guess you are so basically the pirates are like they tried to fight a little bit and they kind of failed and the goblins tried to fight a little bit and they kind of retreated yeah so he takes over landport and or or fangs fall it is fangs fall by this point and he's like mine and they're like will you feed us yes okay <laughs> you'll protect us from the goblins yes i have paladins and they go okay will you make us work worship corin yes really okay no okay fine <laughs> i'm not i'm not like the calastians i'm not gonna enforce that so so they do build this big freaking temple to corian but there's also a big frickin' temple to Achilles, so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, 
because that's pretty much who they followed before um, Lord Vrail showed up. Yeah, because a lot of these people are essentially descendants of the Elzen Empire who was... Yeah. They were big and keely people. Big and keely people. Yeah. So they're like, eh, we're still going to have our Achilles temple and Vrail's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> you're, you pay your taxes. And they're like, yeah, okay. So Angstfall kind of new and and they're trying to figure this shit out so yeah. that was in av 126 so he's been ruling for about 40 years 30 40 30 years 30 between 30 and 40 years <laughs> i can't round you know, <laughs> 34 years so this not crosses my mind a lot when i'm reading about stuff from from this whole setting when we're talking about Gelsbad. yeah like you have a lot of this shit is new. Like, a lot of stuff. And you're just like, wow, why is everything new? But it just points out that this is a post-apocalyptic setting. Yeah. Even though it's fantasy, 150 years ago, shit went sideways. <laughs> and So sideways that they didn't even know if it was day or night, literally. Right. And so, like, so much stuff that was there for so long is just gone. And so why are there all these new things? Like, Fang's fault. I think Fang's Fall yeah. is a great example, but like so many times I'm just like, wow, this is like a few decades old. Oh, this is like a hundred years old. What? Oh, right. The Divine War happened. <laughs> so if you ever wonder, why is there so much shit in this very old world that is new? Because it, that, that's why. Like, I mean, everything old yeah. is gone. <laughs> well, except for tons and tons of ruins. Right. And weird monsters. And all. But which makes it a great fantasy setting. It's so for fun. Running game. Yeah, which I love it. So Fang's fall is like there, and Vrail runs it. He's got a, he's got something. He's over the years built something of a little navy. Um, it's really the port between um, Derekin and Shalzar and the rest of the world. Yeah, which is great. Um, not that there's a lot of trade from Derekin by ship because they also do a lot of trade over the Akurdan, but um, Derekin is this big, big flippin' nation up here. Yeah. They've got the largest, we haven't really gotten into them too much, but they've got the largest Wizards College is up there. Um, uh, vault. And, and so there's a lot of stuff here. And so the, kind of the safest way to travel is by ship. Yeah, yeah, because going through the desert, I mean, it's not Sorry. pleasant to begin with, but yeah. then you've got, you still have Sutak running around, you have, you know, all of the, the horrid monsters that run around through there way better to just like even though that's called the inferno gulf and this is called the liar sound like it, it's still safer <laughs> well you wouldn't go into the liar sound so, yeah and you wouldn't even go into the inferno gulf you would you would come down go around past, it you would go around the awful that is chardonnay <laughs> right. which is i describe as sort of the north korea of galspad um and and then come around and, and you'd stop in fangs fall resupply, pick up some supplies, and then continue on your way to Shalzar, wherever you should go. Um, so it is a decent stopping point on the way. Um, and, and much more welcome than anything in Chardonnay or between there. I mean, there isn't really anything else. Because <laughs> you wouldn't go in Infernal Gulf, because it's awful. Um, and, you know, Infernal Gulf, Inferno Gulf is like all magma coming into the, I think, it's, it's, it's hot and awful. Um, and do you know why Liar Sound is called Liar Sound? Like, all I know is that... The winds, I think. Gotcha. I, I know that the, yeah. the waters are, like... Oops. Treacherous? Like, they're not... Um, yeah. uh, what's the word? Like, you can't really... Um, 
plan ahead for them. They they shift. They're like this yeah. this swirling mess. Yeah, and my understanding is between the reefs and the harsh winds over that whole area, yeah. it's just really treacherous. Didn't so want to take your ship in there. Yeah. So unless you're like, we really know this place well. Um, it's it's basically pirate country. Of pirates who like. We 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 have nowhere else to go. We're desperate enough to go here. We've been sailing this stuff so long. Because um, the Safi aren't really known for their naval <laughs> anything. Presumably, with the retcon, I would think the Jeweled City would have something of a navy, but... Potentially. Really I mean, they're not, like, super close to the coast. They're, like, smack dab in the middle. <laughs> yeah, but they control that region. Yeah. But there's, there's no really mention of them, and, and there's definitely no details in the retcon. So could you have an Asathi navy? Yeah, logically, it would probably be pretty small. Um, certainly smaller than anything Shelzar or Calastia would build. Yeah. I wouldn't say Fangsville has much of a navy, um, but, like, you know, those handful of ships that Lord Rail came in that right. they've kept up. But it's certainly known for fishing, because it's like that was pretty much the industries they had there was fishing and mining. Um, and now it's fishing and mining and tooth mining, and maybe a little bit of farming. Um, the the temperature, that the climate is, is very mild. Um, for the region, um, relatively mild, I should say. It's it's warm and humid, so it's it, you don't really get a cold winters there or anything like that. Um, probably colder than Shalzar just because of the of the water, but you're still pretty close to the accrued, and it's just going to be blowing hot air on you anyway. So, so yeah, it's. I'd say it's a great place to live, except that there's nothing near you. Yeah. <laughs> well, even because like. So like this this pleasant looking little like grove of trees that's right next to oh, Fang's Fall talk about looks pleasant, and it's called the Darkwood. What's that? Yeah, Martin. Yeah, and it, I mean it, it's called the Darkwood Grove, and even the name may not be like oh well that's that's ominous. <laughs> and yeah, one and of it the is. most important resources. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so one of those places, the Darkwood Grove. Um, if you go and dig into these, uh, I don't know if it get the new book it talks much about Darkwood, but the old book certainly did. It was one of those, like, list of funky substances. So you had, um, you know, mithril, right. funky substance, adamantine, funky substance, you know, whatever. And so, you know, and that goes all the way back to, you know, Frodo had the mithril jacket, the right. magical substance that isn't magic, but it's really clean to work with. So Scarlands had its kind of own sub-list of magical substances yeah. you could find things made out of. Um, you know, sappy scales and stuff and whatever. Um, Tepuje crystals. <laughs> One of those is dark wood. Yeah. Holy to Denev, no surprise. Yeah. Wood. <laughs> um, and one of the why Denev had such a hate on Gorak why she was the one who ripped all his teeth out was yeah. because he ate most of her fucking dark wood. Right. And this is the last <laughs> patch, at least in this, this area. The last major patch. Yeah. yeah. So the last significant uh, location of Darkwood and Gelspad beyond, like, the elves have saved these two trees. Right. <laughs> Anything bigger than that is right here. Yeah. In Fang's Fall. And it's, like, six trees. No, it's, it's probably a little bit more than that. But but it's it's the only significant supply of dark wood. Um, and also, but considered a a rare resource. So it's not like you can just like, ah, we're going to go rip it all out and make shit out of it. Yeah. No, no. 
you're going to wait for a tree to fall down naturally. Right. <laughs> yeah, because if not, the druids that are inside yeah. are like those, not those fun, yeah. like, huggy druids. They're the, like, I'm, I'm going to stab you if you come yeah. near my tree druids. <laughs> yeah, because that's one thing you will find outside of Fang's Fall is a heavy, lots of den of druids and um, other fae, and fae, various fae, of, you know, what do they call them? Dryads. Or like, don't fuck with our trees. <laughs> this is it. This is like one of Denov's holy sites outside right. the Ganges and Almalthia. It's probably, you know, the next one down the list. So you do not screw this. So so Darkwood is a resource from Fangsfall, but very rare. Yeah. And, you know, uh, and the kind of thing you could get, conceivably like a Darkwood shield, but... Um, it would be like, and this was inherited, and this was handed down for me from my great grandfather, right. kind of dark. Back shield. when there was an actual grove here, besides yeah. these six trees, yeah. <laughs> and we didn't have to just wait for a tree to fall down naturally. Um, so, or like a branch fell, yes, make a spear, you know, or make a whatever you're gonna make out of it. Um, you don't burn dark wood, let me put it that way. It's, it's like, it's too awesome. So that is one of the resources, and and one of the I would say tourist attraction <laughs> so we get that we've got the the mine itself um which and one one of the things lord vale frail did of it did is chase out all the goblins or chase out a lot of the goblins and they now have a whole a whole area there to quarry um but goblins still live in the tooth or around yeah. the tooth so the paladin paladins are pretty much enough to keep the goblins out from the you know kind of core quarry central but they're still around and they're like you know this is our god's tooth <laughs> stop stealing it for building your city walls right so it's certainly a an issue and there's i like this uh this entry in the three third edition info where it mm -hmm. says occasionally terrible beasts arise from the depths of gorak's fang which makes me think that like it's it not only is it like you know his tooth and it's hanging out and the go the goblins are like mmm yeah, yeah, yeah but like it's also still corrupting shit like yeah, and stuff that was down there is now like being altered by like that little tooth nerve that's dangling out or whatever and and um and they get crazy. there's blood like titan's blood in the nerve and you know right? i just imagine the nerve of that tooth is yeah. just going to be like you know land of horror yeah. Titan spawn and one. And and this could be a source of a lot of the Brown Gorger Slytherin too. Right. Um, so you know, I think, you know, Slytherin rat folk who want to eat everything are probably you know, 'cause they were they were generated by rats eating Gorax bits, which were probably mostly his teeth, and they're I'm sure a lot of brown gorger Slytherin is Yeah. I could or, see Or they've come here as part of I feel like kind of... maybe I'm wrong on this. Um the new creature collection i'm gonna open it while i'm talking here uh oh, yeah. has a variation on the old battling rules if i am correct the, the old uh, fatlings. fatlings yeah so like yeah, they yeah. you can have fatlings that weren't just like um people like like a human style uh so they have like dwarf fatlings and Technically, oh, you could have like a a goblin that went down oh, in totally. there and came totally. like so like a fatling goblin might come rolling out from Gorak's Fang that's just like I guarantee <laughs> guarantee that there are fatling 
freaking bugbears <laughs> living under that too. Love Guarantee it. it. I mean, you gotta have that. Yeah, I know. Because, yeah, Fatling can be any humanoid. So it doesn't have to be a human or, or an elf. I, I, spoiler, there is a Fatling in Vigilant. It's true. We do not make it clear what race it's from, but I, like, it's vague. But it's not clearly a human, I can tell you that. I kind of think it was an elf. I can't remember. <laughs> Did I have pointy ears? I might have pointy ears. But fatlings are, fatlings are, they're really, uh, did we talk about them before? Okay. We have mentioned um, them before, yeah. We mentioned before. The, the, one of the vilest, and I feel like the fat shaming here is awful, but. I mean, it's not the best name for sure. Extreme, yeah. Um, because they like have, I don't want to talk about it. It's just bad. Um, but, but they're just a horrific monster. Um, there's also, then they have their partner monster called the Gauntling which suffers from the same condition, which is overexposure to Gorax essence. substance. Right. Essence. But, and, but the fatlings, they're both always hungry and ravenous and eating everything, but the gauntlings eat as much as they want, but they, they're basically the, the anorexic. Yeah, like super emaciated. They, they, don't, they don't gain weight no matter how much they eat. Um, and, they're, and so they're, they're kind of weird twins um, as exposure to this. Yeah. This, substance of gora so so the, thanks will definitely is contaminated by by gorak and in, in much yeah. the way that the blood sea is contaminated by um by Cadden. so great source of like we need titan's blood or right. titan's go to fang's fall right walk into the quarry get a pick <laughs> yeah so the old I mean, entry for fatling was like here is a fatling and there's the stats for it and now it's a template much like hags hags yeah. like there aren't like night hags and exactly. sea hags and all that like you can use them if you want to use I think those it was that did have a template as well as the sample character because i remember being able to apply it um, but anyway interesting yeah yeah um, so the yeah. the fifth edition uh creature collection which i highly recommend go pick it up oh god um, yeah, it's all uh, template, and here's a here's a Fulthus Marek, the uh, the dwarf fatling. Yeah, yeah, which is great. Look, so totally guarantee that they're going to be in there. Yeah, I, I do love the idea of a hobgoblin or a bugbear. What's the difference between a goblin, a hobgoblin, and a bugbear other than height? <laughs> CR. You nailed it. <laughs> Height and CR. <laughs> me, me, me. Um, but yeah, so, goblinoids. Goblinoids. So we got that there. Um, kind of a good place for, for adventuring. If mm. you wanna, if you wanna have kind of a small like Shalzar's too big. I wanna do a pirate kind of game, but with a government that is good, but not pirate. You know, you get your paladins lawful good government um it's, it's a nice mix which it doesn't have the it doesn't have the tortuga feel of a lot of the other piratey areas but it doesn't have the um the overarching uh uh, uh vibe of calastia where it's like no you know the, the fascism and all that business it's just sort of kind of a groovy government and honestly in a big it's in a lot of ways it's sort of a smaller mithril realistically um a smaller less organized mithril um because it is run by paladins just not as many and they don't have a giant golem they have them set up a giant tooth so uh, but and they're on opposite ends of the continent which i think is funny 
And Fangsfall in the original, um, their only major ally was Mithril, which is ridiculous because they're they're so remote from Mithril that right. like once a year, Mithril once or twice a year, Mithril sends a, sh- a well defended ship to Fangsfall with like here's some stuff. And a couple of paladins who needed to train far away because they were impulsive and young and mean. <laughs> Here's some stuff. And and then, and bye, see you in six months. You know. uh, and that would be it. And so they would they would get like a couple ships from a thrill a year and that's about it. Yeah. Not much happened. And that was the original allies. And they're kind of loosely allied with... You know, they're not they're not enemies with Shelzar, they're not enemies with um Derekine, but like they're not really allies like like the way I have Mithril that they can just call on and for aid. Um, in the new book it's like and suddenly they're allies with the jeweled city and I'm just yeah. like this retcons everything. <laughs> this is such a huge change. <laughs> I mean not everything, but significantly enough that it feels a little odd. So, like, suddenly in the new version, Fangsfall has a little bit more oomph now. Yeah. Um, they've got an ally that's not as far as... I mean, not a, not to the level of the Alliance of Mithril, certainly. Um, but at least, like, oh, there's the Zephy who aren't horrible. Although they primarily do worship, like, Chardon and the... Are they really that much better than Kalaskians? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they're divine now but they're still kind of assholes so i don't know necromancers and yeah. right and then and then the north they've got chardonnay or all necromancers and or or not so necromancers but but all you know chardon knights and slavers um so it's like yeah it's still even in the new edition it still kind of sucks <laughs> you know and theoretically they're allied with um the uh, uh, the Ironbred, but Ironbred are so small and have so little influence. Right. That it's not really helpful. And they're way closer to shells are than they are. So even in the Redcon, it's like not a lot of. I don't think t- it changes all that much for Fang's Fall. Um, other than other than the Jeweled City being less of a threat, but I would even say it's not even not. I would say it is. It is a little bit of a threat. It's just not as as heavy of one. It, and even then, you could imagine political disputes over, like, we have the to these copper mines. <laughs> All right, I get you've claimed the tooth, and we're not messing with that, because, yeah, but, but these other things are, you know, I could imagine that kind of political disagreements or whatever. Happened. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, did I miss anything? Probably. Just scanning through. Yeah, me too. <laughs> oh, uh, some of the kind of funky, um, they talk about pit fighting, which I was like, that still feels so not Korean to me, but again, Korean government not necessarily that much control over what happens right. in the details. Of and pit fighting was a big thing in L's. And it was a big thing in L's, yeah. Too, yeah. So that that makes sense. They talk about snake pit fighting, which I was just like, wouldn't the Asathi come in and go, Stop that. <laughs> or they'd be like, oh, we do this at home, yeah. Or, or potentially. I, I don't know. I, 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 they would have, I would think they'd have an opinion one way or another. Um, uh, but they were talking about, uh, what was it, 
um, a uh, mongoose. It's like oh yeah, mongoose. they have mongooses. Yeah, and cobras and like Ricky Ticky Tabby's shit going on in there. Right. <laughs> like okay, there's a thing happening. Gand- gambling super popular. Yeah, and Keely obviously is is super like. Yeah, we worship Korean. The, you know, it's like the nobility. Right. Paladin's there, and then everyone else worshiped in Kili. <laughs> it's um, totally fair, as how yeah. it should be. I mean, what? And I love the line. Um, I gotta read this one a little bit. While the government of Faxol bears clear marks of the patriarchal society of Calastia, because Rorik and all that. Right. The general population is fairly egalitarian. The strong worship of Inkili encourages equality among not only the two sexes. But among those who would straddle the line between, mm. yeah, the po- paladins of Corian do not take sides in issues of sexism, although males do dominate their ranks as well, which is consistent with what we've seen. Yeah, so that was old, old school, old, new school. You can do whatever you want, but it's established on that kind of foundation. Yeah, so it's all a good stopping point. <laughs> I, in my game, I used it for the inevitable. Um, MacGuffin collection quest. <laughs> yeah, good place for it. I could definitely see it being like uh, if you're if you want that um, that Monster Hunter game, great place for it. Uh, oh, if yeah. you want to deal with, uh, you could call it political intrigue. Um, it's not quite the same, but like dealing with the 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 goblins and their. Um, I don't want to call it an empire, but their established area that they live in being like, don't come up in mine, our tooth. Yeah. Whereas, you know, so like going in and defending against the goblins and the goblinoids and all that. Um, and the, the concept of the jeweled city becoming a, an ally in modern day also op- opens up a lot of, Oh, well ambassadors from, the jeweled city come over and are like we need your help in the swamps of content you know so there's a lot of yeah. options for fangs i feel like the way i look at it is and this is a silly perspective maybe but i look at it as a good starting point town for if scarred lands and gelspad was an open world rpg video game yeah absolutely i've said that about mithril right um although mithril starting in mithril and i, I do love that as mithril because it's like the mythic bomb and all that but that it almost feels like too big, you know, too, because like Mithril should be like, and we finished the first hour and now, oh. <laughs> but Banksville feels like this is where we were during the first hour yeah. <laughs> because it's like, I'm level one and I can't do shit. And right. I'm going to go kill some goblins in a quarry. Totally. <laughs> totally. It's, good for, <laughs> it's a good low level campaign area before yeah. you go to the accrued in, before you go to the swamps and, and, because it's so close to a lot of cool stuff, but it's its own little place of relative safety. Mm-hmm. Um, so I see that as a good, like, kind of not the giant campaign. There. It's like, right. Is this? And, then, and then we eventually go out and go to the 5,000 places where there's ruins right. and death. <laughs> so yeah, it could be that, too. Yeah. But, yeah. Hooray, Fangs Fall. Hooray, Fangs Fall. Yeah, it's not a... I know, this isn't as interesting episode, but if you want to play Goblin. <laughs> Which I think would be fun, doing the other way. Be like, we're a group of goblins protecting our, 
our tooth from those oh. damn Fangsfall people. <laughs> yeah, we, I, we played. Fran ran a goblin campaign. Nice. We played goblin. So so it's it's actually kind of fun. Yeah. Is, um, doing that, doing something like that. So And goblins, like halflings, get the... Um, did they get the halfling thing or did not the luck thing but the uh the hide the rogue uh hide thing where I, I know they can like the they can hide behind creatures hide that are behind larger than a yeah. person right yeah i think goblins have that ability gotcha um, nice uh so yeah that, that happens have. not the not the luck thing though. that's that's pure okay. awesome well well tell me all about yourself sarah shortest episode ever um <laughs> Stuart I pretend to know a lot about the scarred lands apparently I actually do I'm looking for my book uh, I wrote this book <gasps> where's your book it's it's in the pile of crap um it was underneath there the it is Edgelant through Shazen James book one where you hear all about A.K. Lenar and his journey to awful places um Nowhere near Fangsfall. Nowhere near Fangsfall. Um, and, uh, yeah, I wrote a bunch of stuff on Drive Through RPG as well. You can find Vigilant Drive Through Fiction, Drive Through RPG, but I've got several titles on Drive Through, um, including uh, Mist of Algus and Maritime Mission, uh, Vigilant Patrol Maritime Mission, and um, Serpent and Fora for 5e. Um, and some more stuff coming eventually someday, please. Yeah. <laughs> Secrets. <laughs> you can find all those there. And I'll put all of those links in the show notes if you're oh, watching this. Oh, and the calendar this. for Scarlands as well. Which is That's so useful. I can't, like, hype it enough. It is so, so Thank awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. And it's cheap, too. Right. Oh. <laughs> all this shit's actually quite cheap. <laughs> right. It's true. It's true. And I am Jeremy Hochalter. I am the host here on WH Publications. Um, you can find me over on Twitter at WH Pubs, on Facebook at WH Publications, and I also publish on DM Skilled and Drive to RPG. I will put the links up for those in the show notes on YouTube. Thanks for coming to join us for our short episode today. Hopefully, our secret project will be announced soon and we can talk about all the fun that is that. And until then, we will continue talking about. This stuff. Just continue our way up the coast. Yeah. <laughs> so until next time, everyone stay safe and take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Wash your hands. Bye. Yeah.